Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for being here as always. First and foremost, Deanna, unmute your mic. Get your happy birthday wishes. Yes, yes. Happy Thank birthday. You. Woo, woo. Happy birthday, D. Thank you. Thank you. Happy birthday, girl. The birthday, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Thank you very much. What's that Stevie Wonder song about birthday? Oh, Grace, you know that. We we sing it all in the black church. All the time. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the only version we sing. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Oh, and I also want to thank those who have emailed and texted me and WhatsApped me happy birthday this morning so thank you all so much good stuff that's what i'm saying do you have a speech or just this you know you want to first want to give honor to god who is the head of uh, head of my life you can't leave that out (laughs) pick up your grammy or something like that i i just i just want to say thank you i made it i didn't make it i was grateful to see another year 
and I'm grateful to see the next one. I really am, because the last year has been something weird, (laughs) and I believe this next year is going to be something fabulous, so I'm just excited to have been able to see another year. Another trip around the sun. Yep. Well, I tell you what, that answer you just gave sounds like wisdom to me. She just said, I just want to say thank you. When you when you start talking like that, you you're getting a little closer to death, is what one of my friends down here says. The closer you get to death, the wiser and calmer you become. That's the way that's the way she says it. No, I, I still have let me see. I still have 21,753 well, more days to go. Yes, closer there was the way she uses it. It's just closer. It doesn't mean that she's going to die tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> she just says, she doesn't say older. She just says, that oh, she, gotcha. You know, the, the yeah. closer you get to the expiration is the wiser you get. Life does seem to work that way. Good stuff. It does, yeah. I've noticed. But I'm glad you have your 21,000 something, something, something days. 21,753. What age does that have you returning back to source? Is that 99, 90? I think that's 98. 98. So you didn't want to see 100, huh? No. I can dig it. I can dig it. I can dig it. I'm going, Grace, this time I'm returning into my sleep. Be like the the old folk, I'm going to go to sleep and wake up in heaven. That's what I'm having. That's it. That's the best way to go. That's, that's, what, that's how they say. They say that's the best way to go. Go to sleep in Jesus. That's what they say. <laughs> go ahead, Phil. My goal, my goal is to be on my stage and go, and boom, hit the, hit the platform. And then in my contract, I'll have, if Bill happens to die on stage, you have to pay him half again as much fee. Because <laughs> there's because there's not a paper in the there's not a newspaper in the country or a news agency could resist the title humor consultant dies on stage literally, and then they'll give your company that amount of exposure and I should be paid for giving you that 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 amount of exposure. Wow, incredible, incredible! I like it, I like it a lot. That's a good way to go. That would definitely be in the San Francisco papers in New York. Go ahead, Dion. So I just wanted to announce that we have a new podcast order. Oh, you mean, well, explain it, put, put some details on that. Okay. So and, what, and also teach how you did it because what you did is pretty clever and I didn't know it existed. Okay. So one of the places that I've been speaking to everyone about is advertise cast and with everything going on, of course, people are pulling, you know, pulling marketing, from certain areas, you know, to save on money. Well, what I did with advertise cast is with Antonia's permission, of course, is told them um, that they can still, we will still work with them and we'll do like a two for one. So if they order four, if they order, you know, four ad spots, then we can, they can get eight ad spots for the price of, you know, the one. So with that being said, the gentleman that we speak with over there, uh, John, John has been emailing us going back and forth. You know, he's, he's grateful for what we're doing. Hey, John is the one who actually emailed us and told us, Hey, you need to increase your ad, the, the cost of your ad. Well, we've been receiving 
Um, Tons of them. Yeah, we have been receiving a lot of requests for us to look at new information, uh, new clients for ad spots. So what they do, how that process goes is what they'll do is they'll send you the information first. Say, hey, this person is looking to purchase ad spots. Is this somebody that you'd be, interest, you'd be interested in? And you'll tell them, yes, we're definitely interested. So while they're gathering the, the, the podcast to present to the person who's purchasing the ads, it takes a little time in between. So we actually uh, got the approval for one of them and it came in this morning. And once it comes in, it breaks down to us, you know, all of the dates. So we actually have an account all the way out until April 2nd. I mean, I'm sorry, October 2nd. Yes, wow, <laughs> all the way out, all the way out until October second. So, um, and then we'll get—is this another one? Oh, okay, no, that's the same one. Okay, that was just the same one <laughs> that we approved. I was like, okay, come on, come, come on back to that. So, what it does is, is um, it comes in, order requested, order reserved, and then order approved, approved. But one of the things that I did for. Um, for us is I let them know like, hey, we understand that there is a lot going on. We understand that other, that your your clients are actually pulling their money, you know, pulling back because of what's going on. So we're here to let you know that we're going to help at any way possible. We will still run ads for you guys and we will do it. You know, instead of doing one ad for 200 and some odd dollars, we'll do two for the price of one to help you, to, to help you keep your clients as well as us maintain clients as well. But more importantly, we want to help you. And in saying that, we have not missed a beat. There's like 50 different lessons in there. 50. First off, build your, your, your own audience so you can leverage that audience for income. And every time podcast checks roll in, they're always right on time because what check isn't, right? And I, you know, what check isn't, and I typically just, I don't even use it. It just does, it goes other places, but that's not even the point. While everyone else is hurting, Deanna was proactive, said, hey, don't worry about that. I know you're losing customers. We'll be the customer help you maintain the customers you got. And that will, losing clients, they're losing their, their clients. Of course, these are Fortune 500, companies and you know million dollar companies anything like that so fantastic there notice that she established a strong relationship with the head sales or marketing person there that means in the same way we know him in our office is the same way they know us in In their their office So here's what happens. It is extremely important. So here's what happens all the time. As soon as they get, get, well, let me, let me, let me say this in plain English. You can't forget they get a commission. You, You understand the company gets a commission and whoever closes that deal gets a commission. Therefore they always pitch us because it's like guaranteed money. We come through. Our podcast is extremely attractive, and to right now, I'm somewhere in like 230 episodes or something. I'm not even sure what it is. 
whatever it is. If I have time, about five episodes will go up today because I'm kind of said I was going to do that. But anywho, so just figure out a way to create multiple streams of income. That wasn't part of the meeting, but I'm very glad you brought it up because all of you, ladies and gentlemen, it is, I started my podcast with an iPhone 4 noise cancellation headphones in the, in the Atwood 2 building at Houston Baptist University and I look for an empty class so I could record an episode. And I'm gonna say that one more time. <clears throat> an iPhone 4, which was no bigger than this. I forget, I don't even know what this iPhone is. It might be the 6 or something, I don't know. The iPhone 4 noise cancellation headphones. Atwood 2, it's a real building and on the Houston Baptist University campus. And I went search second floor for a class that didn't have a class at the time. And I knew I had, actually that was a Tuesday. So Tuesday, Thursday classes are typically an hour and a half. So I knew I had 90 minutes before a class came in. And that's what I did. You can start anywhere at any time and then just get it done. Just get it done. That's just get it done. <clears throat> all of you should have a podcast. Period. It's just why should all of you have a podcast? Forget what anyone else tells you. I'm going to tell you the simple economics of it. You need your own community so you can have your own economy. Just like that. Now, there's other reasons. I'm sure if you write, why should I have a podcast on a blog? I mean, on Google search, you're going to find hundreds of blogs. All those reasons would be correct. But at the end of the day, no community, no economy. Anything else you want to add there, birthday girl? Build relationships. Well, that is important. There's, because he actually just emailed us to break down how he did it because he explained to us how the client purchased and how he broke it down in the system because of how the system works. But he didn't have to do that. He could have just put it up there and did however he wanted to do with it. So build, build relationships because it makes, it makes them come to you first before they go to anybody. They will think about you first. I believe that the reason we have received so many since this pandemic started is because of the relationship that we have with the gentleman in advertised cast. Oh yeah, we're getting two we're getting two or three requests a day to advertise on our podcast each week. When last yeah. seven weeks, yeah, we're getting two or three. It's been more since the pandemic started. Yeah, you, I mean, you might be right. It might be four or five because I, I approved one yesterday. Yeah, I approved one yesterday too. So then there you go. So that's two in one day. Yeah, yeah. So, so there you go. There you go. Plus, we got another marketplace that the Red Circles marketplace is yep. starting to pick up too. They just, they just did that. This is a per. I want you to repeat the last thing you said. I said anything else you had. You said build relationships because he didn't have to say that one more time. Because I'm gonna let Phil come in because I promise you, you just yep. quoted half of how to win friends and influence people. And I know Phil read that book. Build relationships. If we didn't have a relationship with this gentleman, we wouldn't be getting half of the the opportunities that we're getting through them. People are pulling back. And because we built that relationship with him and because we did what we did 
for him and his company. Like I said, we're getting more we're getting more ads from them during the pandemic than we did before the pandemic. When you when you build relationships with people, they'll think about you first before they think about anybody else. They'll be like, hey, let's listen this over to ATS or hey, listen this over to Grace. Or hey, listen this over to Jerome first before we send. And if they turn it down, then we'll send it to somebody else. But let's send it here first. Very I didn't even think about that's what's happening to us. We until Deanna just said that, I had we are getting more requests in tragic times than we did in peaceful times. You are absolutely correct. I'm glad you walked out. Phil, if you want to come, you, two things. Uh, free talk from your own experience about the brilliance that's happening right here, in addition to the some great lessons from how to win friends and influence people. I, I love to get your feedback here. Well, first of all, on the advertising, the smart businesses know that during these kind of times, when everybody else is pulling back, that's their opportunity to take market share from their competition. So that's why you're seeing the smart companies understand that and they're upping their ads, they're not reducing their ads. Because during uncertain times, you weed out the weak players and the strong ones widen the gap. So that's what's going on in terms of that world. In terms of uh, how to win friends and influence people, it's, and I read it, but I read it a long time ago. So what's in it isn't top of mind, but just the, the, the grist of it is people do business with people they know, they like, and they trust. So by focusing on the relationship, you're focusing on people getting to know you, then eventually they'll like you, and then finally they'll trust you, and then they'll feel good about giving you their money, their time, their expertise, their knowledge, because that's what it's all about. And I've said this many times, it's the relationship that's sacred, it's never the transaction. So like when I was training car salesmen, I told them to position themselves as transportation advisors. So when you need legal advice, you go to a lawyer. If you need accounting advice, you go to an accountant. It would be nice if you need had somebody in that business that you trusted that you could go to them, tell them what your transportation needs are. They could prescribe the right vehicle for you for, based on your needs, as opposed to how we currently go about getting cars. I learned this from a good friend of mine. His name was Ralph Marinacci, and I probably bought 80% of my cars from him. I would decide what kind of car I would want. I would call him up and I'd always get a used car. Never trust a financial advisor that buys new cars. Because the first hit is the depreciation. So I would always get cars that have five to 10,000 miles on them because you don't take that big depreciation hit at the beginning. So I would tell him what car I would want. He would find it. I would buy it. I would never negotiate price with him because I said he'll get enough margin in there for himself. And then if anything was wrong, he'd fix it. So that's the kind of, he positioned himself as an advisor, not as a salesperson. And that's what you have to do. And to be an advisor, you have to know people. You have to ask them questions. You have to listen. You know, it's the old prescription without examination and diagnosis is malpractice. That's, and lawsuits are coming from that. <laughs> that's for sure. That's well, you know, sure. what if you walked into your doctor's office? He said, Antonio, I got a shot for you. Wait a minute. You didn't even ask me what was wrong. Back off here. Chill. <laughs> So that's what you have to think of yourself as. And me making these calls I've been making recently, I have to be, I have to say I've underestimated my relationships that I have with these people because I can't tell you how many of them are just so happy they heard from me and gosh, Phil, how's things going? And it, it's really 
it, it's really gratifying that when you really have an opportunity to go back to your sphere of influence and reconnect with them and see how much they really appreciate you and care for you and know, appreciate the, the value you've given to them. So it's been a great, great experience. You know, I'm really glad you said that the backing up like three sentences, the shot, hey, I got a shot for you. I did that. And let's see. One of these Les Brown's events, I had, and this is, Les Brown had a line, people taking pictures with him. I had a lot of people taking pictures with me. Line was almost even. I couldn't even couldn't even walk without someone stopping me. And I get into one of my zones and I'm answering questions for hours. I'm just giving out value, giving out value. And I ruined a relationship by giving out value. Let me tell you what I did, y'all. I knew what the guy was asking, and I knew what he was going to ask next. And in the middle of him asking, I gave him the medicine. Like, hey, psh, boom, gave him the medicine. Didn't process that he just wanted to be heard. Did not process that. Everybody else, this is, this is, this is a lesson that I've taken with me. This is the first time I'm saying it out loud. Everybody else was asking for candy, candy, medicine, 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 medicine. And I'm doing it for so long, I didn't differentiate the difference between, hey, so good, thank you for letting me finish when I gave him the medicine. Here's the crazy thing. He did exactly what I said. I watched him do what I said. He is absolutely crushing it with exactly what I said. And we still do not have a relationship. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's why I've heard a lot in my life. It's better to be silent and thought ignorance than to speak and remove all doubts. Yep. Steam yeah. that blows the whistle doesn't make the engine run. <laughs> being heard. In the book, uh, Organizational Health, he talks about five behavior principles that every team must embrace. The first one, the bottom of the, of the pyramid is building trust. And how do you build trust is by being vulnerable. The next one is mastery of conflict. And he says that's the toughest one to, to implement. How do we get people to feel good about conflicting in a positive way so that we make a consensus of our decision? Then achieving commitment. The, the most important thing about achieving commitment is to let people get let let people be heard. If they're heard, then they'll have a they'll be more apt to want to commit. Next, embracing accountability. And he says that's where you create accountabilities, peer-to-peer accountabilities, not manager to subordinate accountability, but peer-to-peer is the best kind where where you are accountable to your peers. And then focusing on results. And he says that's based on the leadership team thinking to themselves as a team and then their individual teams that they lead, those are the subsets as opposed to thinking that teams that they lead, that's who they should be accountable to and then trying to force that into the leadership team. So it's really an interesting way to think about how to create teamwork so that everybody works together and gets it accomplished in a, in a, in a good way. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Grace, do me a favor, right after this call, 
is because you get the email, right? You got access to info. I'm use your mic. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I want you to just in in this order. The email is going to say meeting available. Then I want you to go in, and then there's a share option when you go into Zoom as the admin. That's how you normally go in, right? Wait, one more time. You normally use the master email and password to log yeah. in. All right. Zoom, uh -huh. That's why you be host. All right. I want you to click click the the thingy, and I want you to send this episode to Phil and oh, okay. Susan. All right. But, okay. But make sure it's download as an option. Make sure right. it's downloadable, and then take off the password access. Okay. With okay. the new upgrades that Zoom has done, they automatically have a password access. Take that off, mm -hmm. then make okay. it downloadable. Send it to them. Okay. All right. I'll okay. Right, right um, as soon as it's available. Okay, because you know I have a, an appointment at nine, so but I will so get it. You don't do that. <laughs> I'll I'll do it. Okay. I'll do it. I don't want Deanna to do it. It's her birthday, and then I forgot about your appointment, so you don't do it. I'll do it. I'll okay. take care of it. Okay. All right. No doubt. All right. I got it. So disregard. Do some push-ups or something. <laughs> Good stuff. Now, that is this is not the the meeting I had planned, but how you said in, in church grace, but God has other plans. And that that's was, it. There it is. There it is. So that's that's fantastic. No, that's this is better than what I could have done. I want to share. Well, let me do the Deanna. I rem, before I do what I'm getting ready to do. I said something to you about an email. You said it's already, oh, I know what it's done. I want that fixed. Get with, get with Grace. There's an email that y'all have written up. I want it better. What I'm talking about, Deanna, tell them what I'm talking about. Do you remember what I'm talking about? The podcast interview uh -huh. request email. That's right. That's right. Grace, I'm going to put you in, who you want to be in charge, you or Grace, Deanna? I'm sorry, who you want to do the execution, you or Grace? Grace. Are you sure? That was a long hesitation. No, I'm not sure. All right, so me and you will you handle it. Don't worry about it. We'll, me and you will handle it. We will inconvenience ourselves and we'll handle it because I'd much rather go into the surety than the not sure. Thank you for your transparency. Thank you. Tomorrow, let's work on that email because you're because we go on shopping right after this. And you don't have to do anything. But tomorrow. You got me? Got you. This 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 boom make it work. And I wouldn't even mind I wouldn't even mind being head of that execution myself. Because I listen to podcasts more than both of you combined. Yeah. Yeah. And I know intimate details about some podcasts that would love to have me on or a guest like me, I should say, on. Okay. Cool. Cool. Plus, I got relationships with podcasters because I'm a podcaster. That kind of helps too. Yeah. All right. Did we send off that email to Red Circle, the one I actually wrote it up? I sent it to you. 
two days ago. I was talking in my zone, Phil was saying something, put me more in my zone. Then I said, you know what? I got an idea, Deanna. Remind me to email Red Circle about some social networking stuff type things. Yes. Yes, it wasn't off. Okay, that did save you from, from some push-ups. That did. That did save you. But to to make me feel more comfortable with that excited, relieving yes. Are you tell me which one I'm talking about? <laughs> Did I know if you sipped it out for sure? Hey, I may have a good idea. All right, that's the one. And you sent that. Yes, I'm looking right. at it in the sit folder at the zero. Right. There you go. <laughs> it took me a second. I'm so sorry. It, there's so much that goes through here, boss man. It took me a second to, to catch it, but I caught it. Yes, okay. it was sent off. I'm glad you caught it. I'm glad you did it. Cause now nah, you see that big old smile. Yes. Yeah. yeah I, say, I ain't even bother you. I ain't not even bother you. Good. All right. How much work are you doing today? None. Outstanding. On to the last thing. I'm going to curve everything else I have. I just want you to remember a couple of things. By you, I mean second person plural. Y'all. I want y'all. You. It's actually you, but you know, y'all. To remember the fight is for what, Grace? Prosperity. Nothing else. Receive, receive this in let me let me let me just let me just say it this way. I say that and I say that a lot, but y'all hear me, Carol, I promise you, while that sounds like it's common sense, it's not. It's not. I believe if I it was 2000 and maybe 14, I realized for the first time ever, the only fight in the world that I am obligated to fight is for prosperity. I don't want you all to sleep on this statement. This is this. I'm, I'm going to do something here in a second, and I just want to kill my agenda to do this one this one thing. But if you're missing this, then what I'm going to do is just completely irrelevant. You have no other fight. I'm, let me let me get let me get let me emotionally disturb you. So I can create the flashbulb memory. People like, I just understand how your brain works. So when I want you to remember something, I know to tick you off or to rile your emotions so you can remember it. <laughs> it's like, like, don't you remember your first car accident? All right. Flash call, flashbulb memory. So I was, so Grace, I was being too kind when I said prosperity is the only fight. I need to unkind that. Not mean, I just need to bring up emotionally charged things so you can feel me. I am a black man. Here recently, one of the most tragic things that you could ever watch just happen to another black man jogging. If I 
fight that battle. I'm not saying I can't fight it. I'm just saying if I fight that battle and become consumed with that battle, and if I make $12 an hour, I would never make anything more. This is what I'm trying to get you to see. I am not telling you that that's not a battle that should be fought. It should. It should. But I must be very careful of what consumes my energy. Prosperity or proving people wrong or fighting for justice, right? You get to choose. In my case, Grace, I could fight that battle. I could totally fight that battle because I already got the prosperity. So I can then, and I should, there's a scripture in the Bible, the strong should bear the infirmities, I think that's King James Version, of the weak. You understand? So now that I'm quote unquote strong, whatever you want to make that mean, then I am supposed to create equality for gays, for women, for homeless children, right? For people of injustice. For 68 three-quarter year olds. For 68 three-quarter year olds. I'm supposed to do that. That it is my reasonable service, is what Paul says. It is my universal obligation. But listen to me, y'all. If you are not there, don't do that. You must first make the world a better place by making yourself better. Go ahead, Carol. Oh, no, you, you, muted, you muted yourself. There you go. I just wanted to say thank you for that because sometimes we fight battles and we're putting pressure and time and concern into things that are not bringing us anything. That's what and I'm talking about. And nobody really gives a good... They don't. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. I'm so glad. I'm, I'm super glad... That she, I'm, I'm glad for, I'm glad a woman got it because it's, I'm not a woman. I'm glad someone not of my ethnicity got it because I was bringing up mine, right? And I'm also glad someone not in my generation got it. That means to me, I have communicated effectively, non-biasedly or non-partisan, right? This thing. Go ahead, Michelle. Oh, okay. We get Michelle then Chris. Um. I got it. <laughs> and it was Good. confirmation for me. That's why I kind of, I had to kind of back up the last couple of days to just do some processing and then so that I can go back in full force like I need and want to. Good. 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 You do me no good too sick to help yourself. Well, it wasn't about being sick. It was actually about losing a close family member. There you go. So first off, that's tragic. Sorry about that. Secondly, 
you do me no good losing a family member and being engulfed in that. The best thing you ever did was receive, this is terrible, receive I'm having the worst time of my life. And what I'm going to do is, this is what she said, y'all, since I'm just rewording it. I am going to accept where I am and allow this moment to be and I'm going to, and she did say these words, process what's the good in this and move out of it. That sound fair enough, Michelle? Exactly on point. The fight is for prosperity. Before I let Chris go, listen to me. I did not know this until 2014. They there's a, I, I don't want to sound like a guy with a 10-4 hat on. And I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist. But I must tell you, it is by design that those in power keep you distracted. It is... There, you don't even have to believe me. There is a documentary by PBS, I believe, called Century of Self. It's a four-part documentary. Each part is one hour long. They tell you how they created the new matrix from Edward Barnes, who is the nephew of Sigmund Freud. They tell you how they take German propaganda bring it in to American culture and they, they couldn't use the word propaganda. So he changed it to the phrase public relations. And his first experiment was to teach women to smoke cigarettes. It was taboo then. This is 1930-ish. This, this, pay attention. And this, this happens in the first 15 minutes, first hour. And in this 13, first 15 minutes, first hours, they did research, why don't women smoke cigarettes? Because cigarettes was viewed as male masculinity. And this is, I promise you this is true. And I'm going to say it the way it says on the documentary. So how can we get women to smoke cigarettes? Well, you have to get women to want to challenge male masculinity for their own rights, whatever that may be. So the reason why women smoke cigarettes, this is, the tr this is just not my words, is because they convince women that a cigarette is your version, quote, open quotes, of having your own penis, close quotes.
I am determined to be rich. The middle class is not for me. I need news that cares about me. And not news that's going to scare me or make me mad at another people. I need news without politics. And I want news that will point me to the money. This is the news where it happens. The moments that change the world. These are the stories we need. The info that we care about. We only give you news that puts money in your pocket. And the news that gives us an advantage. This is the work that continues. Who we are today. And what we can become. Tomorrow. That's it. This is where news without agendas can lead us. Your wealth matters. This is why more perspectives make us stronger. And how our mission can inspire tomorrow. This is journalism that helps the world we live in. This is Mexit News. And they market it with the phrase, open quote, torches of freedom, close quotes. So if you smoke anything and you're a woman, which is nothing wrong with that, okay? Nothing wrong with that. I'm just reminding, no, I'm, in, I'm showing you that you're actually drinking the Kool-Aid of a man propaganda. What else has you and you don't know it? Can I say something? Yes, please. So all these commercials where you see all these sexy sexies, okay, that's all, that's all male. That's all male oriented for the female to, to go out there. And it's not a power. It's not a power for a female to be out there in that, in that category. It was actually created by the males. And it just keeps people in a certain category. And it keeps people looking at you in a certain category and because it becomes popular, the females buy into it. And that's part of the problem. And, and they're not getting their strength out there. They're not thinking the way they should to be empowered. So they think empowerment is being like the male, being like this. No, but there's female, there's female power that is so powerful, but if it's changed over into sexuality only, it diminishes you. And that's part of that commercial stuff and the sales. It is. And as a matter of fact, you just talked about episode two and three. You mix them together. Episode two talks about how the corporations had to figure out how to make Steve buy more because human beings only human beings acted like animals. This is actually the whole premise of everything that human beings have animalistic instincts. And if you tap into those, this is Sigmund Freud. This is, I actually quote Sigmund Freud a lot. I just don't tell you I'm quoting Sigmund Freud. Every human being has animal instincts. And if you can get to those animalistic instincts, then you can tap into them and then make them do what you want to do. Don't be offended. I'm just telling you this man's research that up to this point, has been proven facts and it's being exploited on you right now. Episode two, one hour talks about how the corporations had to convince y'all to stop just buying what you need. 
This is why there's a toilet shortage, right? This is why there's nothing in the stores because no one's buying what they need. We always buy more than what we need. A lion in, I wanna say the jungle, but the lion's not in the jungle. A lion in the Sahara, whatever, right? Wherever lions do lion things, okay? <laughs> Wherever lions do lion, lion things, the lion does not kill every gazelle. It kills the one it's going to eat. The lions don't kill 20 gazelles, take them back, bury them underground for, as, a, as a refrigerator. Right? You, you, you know what I'm saying? There's no, there's very few, but there is something else that does, does anyway, we're not going to do that because that's actually propaganda itself. Takes what it needs. Corporations convinced us through, through taking that training through Edward Barnes, the corporations convinced us to buy more than what we need. This is why we buy a jogging suit and look like we're working out instead of actually working out. Yep. This is why Diet Coke can even exist. No, don't change your diet. By all means, don't relieve sugar from your diet. Get artificial sugar and give yourself the illusion that you're being healthy. Episode three, there's a policeman in our head. Now, if you, if y'all was, if any of you lived through the 70s, that was a major movement in the 70s. There's a policeman. It just simply means someone else is in our thoughts. Who's up there? We're going to be free. That's, that's the whole 70s is free. That, that's what the hippies, this, this is the movement pushing that. Free. But if it wasn't for that, it wouldn't be seminars the way they are today. Because that's where seminars really blew up in the 70s. That's where you get your Bob Proctors and all that stuff, right? That, that, that movement, how we go to seminars today, that happened from the 70s. That, that if it wasn't for that movement of there's a policeman in our head controlling our thoughts, we need to get that policeman out. This is what we do. Go ahead, Phil. Yeah, that's when I was with Paul Harvey, Art Linkletter, Wayne Dyer, Norman Vincent Peale, uh, Earl Nightingale, uh, Zig Ziglar. Yeah, I was with all of them back then. I got pictures wow. with me with me with every one of those guys. So wow. you're you're exactly right. Yeah. And and ladies and gentlemen, I'm only right because I read this or I watch this stuff. Like please don't think I just woke up and was like, "Oh, I know this information. No, no, no. I work hard to go get this information. <laughs> work hard. But these documentaries, documentaries are boring. They're in black. One of the first was in black and white. They're in poor quality color because they, you know, they're old clips. But they're valuable. And the fourth one is why I brought this conversation up. The fourth one started. Well, the fourth one was mastered in 80s politics it was started then mastered by the time clinton got in and y'all don't even know that that's the new matrix you're in i can't stress this enough to you just go watch it century of self one two three or four if you just watch four you're going to be completely upset 
to learn that your politicians, with respect, are controlling what you do through the way the new matrix works. I won't tell you what it is, but it is just an hyper of women eat their own penises, smoke cigarettes. It's just a hyper of that. Why do you think, just process this information. Go down your timeline, you're gonna hear people say liberals. You're gonna hear people say conservatives. Yeah, what, what does that mean? You mean to tell me that if I take away the human, remove them, there's gonna be a silhouette of a liberal there? Like that's a real thing? What's a liberal? What is this? What's a conservative? Like, think about this. What's red, what's blue? Is, is it really? We've, we've been so hoodwinked that we truly believe. Go ahead, Grace, I know you gotta go. We truly believe that because you vote a way, you're a bad person. But we're the same people that will open up. Oh, okay, no, 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 come on, Carol. Here, here you go, go through the door first. Like when I see you, I'm gonna be nice. But as soon as I'm not accounting for and seeing you, you're a stupid liberal. I know black, I know white people who hate black people, but like me. It has nothing to do with me. I'm just a black person they associate with. Think about that. Do they hate black people or do they not know black people? And they're programmed a certain way. You be the judge. I ain't got nothing to do with that. Flip side, I know black people hate white people. The whole time that I grew up from, I didn't meet I didn't have a relationship with a white person until I joined the army. It had nothing to do with racism or prejudice. Carol, you wouldn't in my neighborhood. Simple as that. I did not have, if I met white people, I was being arrested or they was an insurance man. And that's the truth. There's an insurance man selling insurance to my grandmother. Come through once the policy was getting ready to expire. So what, once a year or something. Oh, it was a cop. I didn't have access. It wasn't until I got into the army to where it's melting pot of everybody. That's no different. If you white or Mexican and your family's white and your job is white and your church is white, I can't be mad at you for not having access. 90% of your routine is bumping in to people who are like you. You're programmed. They did this. They have you distracted so you don't fight prosperity. And that's what we're talking about. It's by design. Don't take my word 
Center, Deanna, do me a favor. Let's go to YouTube, Center Yourself. They got it all four hours. Just get each episode. Get each episode so they can see it. Don't take my word. She's for the put it in chat. Century of self. That ain't got nothing to do with me. This is a documentary that ain't got nothing to do with me. Not even shot, recorded, produced, financed by anyone who looks like me. It's all by design. So what's going to happen is they're going to convince y'all fight over police brutality. Should that be a fight? Yes, it should. It should be a fight. But if you broke, why are you fighting for that? No, no, no. I got to get you to catch this. Am I telling you to look past the justice? Nope. I'm telling you that you can't put more energy into fighting injustice than fighting for prosperity. Why? Because when you fight injustice, you get more of injustice. But if you're prosperous, you can actually pay for laws to be changed or run and get the laws changed. But you can't do those things broke. You can't. You can't. Go ahead, Kara. I think you're trying to say something. Uh, I'm using mic. Yeah, I was just asking. Can you can you please repeat that again and again? <laughs> yes, definitely. I'm really serious because we got to get it. Got to get it. Yeah. If you have money, you can lobby. The laws are not written by legislators. The lobbied and legislators write what the money tells them to write. No offense to anybody. It's not what I'm trying to do. Lobbying is actually the problem or one of the main problems. It's just Congress people, men and women, retire from Congress and go right into lobbying, which is extremely profitable. If you want to change it, make money. Let, let, let me say it this way, yo. I wish this was if y'all if I'm gonna I'm gonna pretend y'all are a room full of black people, so I could I could say it because I want to say something that some of y'all shouldn't even be hearing, right? I'm just pretending y'all a room full of black people. I'm talking to my people. The reason why we keep getting shot is because we don't own nothing. It's that simple. We own more. It's easy to hurt us. What are we going to do? Sue, we can't afford it. We're going to change the law. We, ain't, we can't run. As hard of a pill as that is to swallow. The only, you do not see Gay people getting shot in the street. They own too much of California. They own too much of politics. This is what it is. They own too much of Hollywood. They have too much money. The reason why that we got equal 
equal rights, uh, same-sex marriage, which I'm not against. I don't want nobody to get mad at me. It's because they had enough money to finance that agenda. Their civil rights movement happened a lot faster than others. Go ahead, Chris, then Law. All right. Um, when we had both things, uh, what I was about to say earlier is um, from my own experience, I learned to stop feeling guilty for like things you can't control because one thing I have seen and experienced is, of course, we all want good and much more. But one thing that in the past was slowing me down is allowing people to make me feel guilty. Like, for example, something happened and they need funds. Of course, naturally, I would love to get funds. But if I myself are not stable and I do that, I'll do more harm to myself than good. So that's one thing I want to say earlier about what you were saying, like, um, early, but now to the present is now knowing that you need money to make changes and without that, and I've been thinking for a long, especially in Huntsville, and I'm using my area for example, because I see a lot of times, especially my own kind of constant complaint about different politics and different policies, but the, they are unable to actually make effective changes because they can't afford to. They can't afford to, as you say, lobby, or can't afford to do different things to be uh, actual, like push back on certain things because they don't have the money. And I actually had, my grandma's actually connected to a lot of different people and she does a lot of relationships, but she lets me hear different insights. And to hear out of another person's own mouth saying that we're not really worried about, and nothing against nobody, but this is what she heard. No, we're not worried about them because we know dang well they can't afford to do nothing to, to stop us against us. So we're going to take every property we can. That's facts, yo. That's facts. Why, if Chris, you come march against me, come march. That's fine. I just know all I got to do is wait seven days. Why? Because payday. You work for me. You're marching against what's oppressing you. But if I just wait you out for seven days, you got to get back in line if you want to check, don't you? Basically. That's just that's me. why. That's why. And I know you hear a lot of times too, and we both get a lot of pushback from this, is anytime I try to build or uplift people financially or help them get more wealth, the common rejection, I guarantee you hear it all the time, oh, you're just all about money. No, it's a lot bigger than that. Because I know if you don't have the funds, you don't have access to all the resources that you should have available to you to make changes. It's one of the most ignorant things that irritates me, but you know, <laughs> just like me how much of a uh, backlash we get when we try to educate others when it comes down to that well i mean they're programmed to 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 say that they're programmed to say money or you just think about money as if that's a bad thing right they're, they're programmed to think rich people are evil and all that stuff right and all that stuff this is why i'm so passionate about all of you black white jew or gentile getting your money because i know but through law of attraction Good, only good people are following me. I'm, I am throwing out bait for good people who want to change the quality of their life. And good people do a lot of good things with a lot of good money. Before I get to law, Justin just 
slaughter to chat. You're absolutely right, man. It's, you know, you, you, you start, it's, it's, if you want to make a difference, Simone needs to make a difference. Simone, you will be treated differently when you walk into the room and you can afford to buy that room. I don't, I'm not, it's not my intent to sound materialistic, but I am telling you that me coming back into the rap game, I can afford any record label. Like I could buy the record labels who would try to sign me. You, 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 you can't even buy me. How? How could you buy me? I could, it just, it's different cards here. It's different cards here. And all of you want to be in that position to where you can say, oh, well, I am so, and don't, and fool around and have a lot of money and be nice. Like, that's the real powerful thing. When you have a lot of money and people find out you're actually nice and you care. That's the real powerful thing. Go ahead, Law. What I wanted to add is that <laughs> suggested. <laughs> and what you said. <laughs> he said you got bars also. That's that's true. <laughs> now I just wanted to reconfirm what you're saying. You're absolutely true in what you said. I look at here in New York, just recently, the Hasidic Jew community one of their top rabbis had passed away and it was over 2,000 Samar people in the street having a parade and celebrating him and the police didn't say nothing or do anything about it. Whereas over here in my hood, uh, people hanging out and not doing anything, police are on their tail. Well, some are, some are not, some are just hoping, you know. No, I, I saw some, I saw some it, footage in New York. It's a total different thing. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah. yep. I saw the 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 what you, what you call the little stick they use i saw that and i saw i saw an officer with a mask on beating yes uh, people in 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 new york i sure did yeah. that that was like yesterday i saw yesterday or the day before i saw that you sure right you can't afford nothing bro the how you going the jewish community i actually ah just love what the jewish community has done with group economics it is just from a group economic perspective they should actually they do teach a master class they just teach it to themselves right they it's so beautiful what they have done you can be orthodox jew and never learn an english word and being the top one percent of income in america that is amazing it Can is, I say something? Yeah, yeah. Um, and this is really in my head too. You can't get prosperity with a poverty mindset. No, I think sorry. that's the biggest thing. And then on top of that, I think what is like, and going back to energy and much more, is I think the problem is we want prosperity but we're allowing where we originally came from, which is nothing wrong with that because that's what develops and forms you experience so much more. But I think it's like 
it's either like the weight or the chain, either coming from your parents, religion, and much other different things that prevent you from actually obtaining where you should go. Does that sound about right? Now, everything you said is right, man. Everything you, you, I could tell you for sure, Chris, and this is, this would be a different, I wish this was a law of attraction class. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you for sure, Chris, you've been here quite a few times and you are ascending. So that whole, you're smarter than your age. You, you should be, you've messed up a lot. You've messed up a lot. There's a, there is a, there is a belief that you have, there's a belief that would tell you you have reincarnated more than most consciousnesses. And I'm telling you that, so I want you to just embrace the fact that you know a whole lot more than what you should so you can ascend faster. You feel me? Got it. I want you to look up, I want you to YouTube a term for me. And hold on, I'll mute your mic because I, I want to, I want you to promise me you're going to do this. All right. All right, I want you to look up a term. So I'm going to give you two terms, okay? They're both phrases, two word phrases. Ascended master. Ascended master. And rainbow body. Rainbow body. They they coincide. They coincide. You look up those two things. Just let this. I'm not even gonna tell you what to start. I'm not gonna tell you anything but that. You just find that. Just find that rabbit trail, and when you're ready, you come back to me. All right. Okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. My intention. What I was going to show y'all. We didn't do it. Let the universe take over is 120 million, Satish sent this to me today, 120 million people in India are unemployed. 120 million. 100, and I'll, I'll show that tomorrow. 120 million people are now unemployed in India, and now 33 million people in America are now unemployed. And don't, don't confuse that number, because the American number, is actually worse. No disrespect. No, no, no disrespect. We're talking about population size. We're talking about the mathematics. There's 323 million people in America. So if 120 million people are unemployed out of 1.3 billion people, actually that number is about even. Let's see. You take 323, how many times is 33 million going to 323 million? Let's divide that in half. So now you got 150 million because babies can't work, right? Divide that in half. And then you go on, on. And then since we have the largest prison population in the world, we can take, let's take 20% off of that. So let's go from 150 million down to 120 million. So now you got 33 million out of 120 million people working. So now that is, that's, that that's about it's about twenty five percent unemployment. Taking that to India, one point three billion people. Cut that in half because again, babies can't work. Now you're working with seven hundred million people, and hundred and twenty million people are out of employment. So actually, that number is worse. So I'm, I'm, I stand corrected. India number 
is far higher. So you're looking at a 50% unemployment rate versus a 25% unemployment rate. And that's the, that's the world's third largest economy. And that's only been heightened by the lockdown in itself. And India was on pace to have the largest middle class by 2030 in the world. In the world. I want you all to fight for prosperity. I, I don't want to hold you. I want to tell you, please, I'm telling you from a transparent perspective that it wasn't until 2014 until I realized, holy crap, the only thing I have to do is fight for prosperity. So I, I don't, so I don't vibrate at oppression. I don't vibrate at that frequency. Oppression exists, systematic oppression exists. Forget what they want to tell you. But I don't vibrate at the frequency of these things. Everything has a frequency. Everything has a frequency. I don't vibrate at that. I vibrate at prosperity. And I'm doing everything I can to vibrate at $100 billion. I'm not there yet. I don't know what that frequency sound like, feel like, or taste like, Carol, but I'm on my way. You understand? I'm, I'm trying. Every day I wake up, I'm trying to figure out how to get to it. And it, 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 it ain't just meditation. I, there's some stuff, you know, there. So there's, I can tell you for sure what I've learned on this journey. And this is the last thing I will tell you is $100 billion is forcing me to be a better servant person, forget servant leader. Every time I do not serve people first, I've, something happens drastically to, to remind me you're off track. I'm, I'm just a hundred billion dollars. I don't think that I can get there without serving a bunch of people to the tune of a hundred billion people. And on my journey, the less I serve, the further away I get to my goal. I'm not saying your journey, but my journey is a hundred billion dollars. You can't, I just, there's only three people who've done it and all of them have served a ton of people until so I find another model, which I just strongly think that there'll never be another model. So you, you just, you just can't have that kind of energy without serving that many people. And since there's not a hundred billion people on planet earth, it's a hard vibration to get to. Well, it's not hard for the universe. It's a hard way. I have to forget a lot of things because I know I've already done it. I know on a timeline somewhere, I am already a hundred billionaire. How do I know that? Because I can't hold this thought of a hundred billion if the physical vibration didn't already exist over there in what Abraham Hicks would call the realm of vibration, whatever she calls it, right? 
check out Randy Gage. He speaks on prosperity. Sure will. I can't think it if it didn't already exist. So I'm already there. I have to forget here, live in that dream world, and then the, 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 the gap will be bridged. That was free information for some of you. Hopefully that helped you. Chris, you got the last words. Well, from my own college, under the model Sam Houston, Sam Houston basically said in his own statement, the measure of life is a service. So when you were saying that, that's exactly what hit my head. No doubt. This, I mean, you got to, this, this is easy to get to a million dollars because you could just serve a million people. But to get to a hundred billion dollars, there's not a hundred billion people. So you have to serve people, whatever you can get to, so many times that it, you know, it becomes a hundred billion. It becomes a hundred billion. Phil just put it in the chat. You can't outgive yourself. You can't. In fact, that's a great way for me to end the call. I my my grandmother. I used to think she was. This is this is this is the folly of youth. Okay, this is the folly of youth. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm about to say something extremely ignorant, but I was adopted at fourteen. All right, the, the extremely ignorant. I just didn't, I just thought she didn't get it because she was old. <laughs> I made myself laugh. Okay. I just thought because she was old, she didn't get it. That's most youth. <laughs> right? I just, she didn't get it because she was old, right? It didn't make any sense. It didn't make any sense. And she used to always say, Tony, you can't beat God's giving. Right? She just always say that. Just always say that always say that ah and it used to get on my nerves because i because that was that church talk to me and i wasn't raised in the church and i thought church people were weird in in fairness that whole eat my body give me a holy kiss drink of my blood i thought church was witchcraft this remember i wasn't raised in the church so when you just don't have knowledge this sounds really weird this sounds really weird you know all that stuff so i'm like you know get that out of here and as I got older, this is after she's dead now, or returned back to her ancestors, I realized, and with the help of Neil Donna Walsh, and with the help of Phil and Chat, if you give first, which is the only way to get anything in the universe, period, if Carol is God, and I am God, right? or at least from, this depending on your religion, however you want to do that, or a manifestation of, however you want to do that, then when I give to her, since I am her, I automatically gave to myself. Right? <laughs> the reason why I am blessed is because in the releasing of me and giving to her, I kick-started the universe to give back to me because I gave to me. But if I want more, I must give to her because that's the only time the principle of multiplication is acted or enacted in the universe. You, you plant 
I have corn in my garden. I planted two corn seeds, six feet of, no, six inches apart. Two, just in case one didn't germinate. As they grow and they're growing, I'm not getting back six corn seeds. That's not the way it works. I'm getting back in three ears of, actually, they're actually growing together at the same time, actually. So I may get back six ears of corn. For six seeds, I'm going to get back 600 seeds. That's called the principle of multiplication. And the only way you activate the principle of multiplication is you say, Carol, I release this seed from my hand because it won't grow in my hand. I give it to you. And it doesn't matter what Carol does. It doesn't matter if she doesn't want her blessings. I've already activated mine by giving. To quote Earl Nightingale, and it's, uh, I'll try to use his voice. No, I can't use his voice. To quote him, you can't say, this is talking about the old stove. You can't look at the stove and say, give me heat if you have not put wood into it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's our meeting for the day. I hope you got you something. Got you, as in G-O-C-H-U. Okay, <laughs> I'm just joking. Receive that. Do whatever you're going to do. Let it wash over you. Tomorrow, we'll talk about unemployment and how you're going to do it and how you're going to. There's 120 million people, plus there's at least 155 million people sitting in a pond waiting to buy from you. So we'll talk about that tomorrow. How are we going to take advantage of that? Antonio T. Smith, Jr., you can't plan better. You can dominate. Love you more, Phil. Thank you, Carol. All right, everybody. When the pandemic began, I had the biggest problem in the world. Not making money. The pandemic was actually quite a blessing for me as it almost made me a billionaire. I came really close. So the pandemic was a blessing. It was hiring people. And get this, everybody. I had 48 job positions open during the pandemic. $22 an hour with paid training. And I could not find a single person for two years to fit any of those 48 job positions. Hear me well. 48 job positions. $22 an hour, paid training, and I couldn't find someone, not one person, for those job positions. Now, is it because I hire slowly? True, but it's because I wasn't using ZipRecruiter, and that's a fact. I wasn't getting to the right people for the right position to fit my right culture. And there are so many different things that you can do this summer. As a matter of fact, you can free up as much time as you want to, but if you're not using ZipRecruiter, you're probably not gonna free up that time if you're attempting to hire people. So what is ZipRecruiter? What is probably the greatest job finder <laughs> that's out there? And that's why you need ZipRecruiter. You need it so you can find the right candidates. Now, it's not that ZipRecruiter helps you find jobs. It's more accurately that ZipRecruiter 
takes your culture, takes your job, takes what you're looking for, and immediately matches them with the perfect candidate. And if the if it's if they can't find a perfect candidate, they will skip over that person and then give you the perfect candidate for you. ZipRecruiter uses one of its most powerful tools, which is the technology itself, to match the right candidates up with your job. You can easily review uh, their recommendations and easily review their recommended candidates and invite these candidates to apply for your top positions. Additionally, ZipRecruiter has a complete suite of tools that makes it easy for you to filter out uh, review and rate candidates four out of five employees uh, have been used by four out of five employers on ZipRecruiter it is a blessing and no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one hiring site in the world based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of this year, January 1st. My friends, soak up everything I said. It's not an ad. This is a personal testimony of how I found the right people to sit in the right seat on the right bus. Without ZipRecruiter, it wouldn't have been possible. So how do you take advantage of what I'm talking about, well, you go to ziprecruiter.com slash B2B, all spelled the regular way. That's zip, Z-I-P, recruiter, R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R, ziprecruiter.com slash B2B. And I promise you, you will be grateful that you did so. Again, that's ziprecruiter.com slash B2B. It's also in the show notes.